Confident people are not desperate for attention. Confidence is actually something you can learn. It's a skill. It is not something that you are born with. That is the good news. You can learn to be more confident. In today's episode, I'm going to give you two ways that you can be more confident with your content when it comes to social media. This is going to be a good one. Hey, hey, it's your girl, Emmy Cornwell, Instagram biz coach and social selling expert. Welcome to the Hey, Hey, Emmy show. This is a podcast where we talk about all things that will be helpful for you and your business. Everything from Instagram tips and tricks to health hacks to relationships and definitely some Jesus. Basically, everything in between Proverbs 31 and Tupac. I am so excited to party with you in each and every episode because ain't no party like a Hey Hey Emmy party. Can I get an amen? All right, let's get into it, sister. Hey, hey, what's going on, sister? How are you? Emmy Cornwell here. Welcome back to the Hey Hey Emmy show. I am so glad you're here. I mean that. Love you, mean it. Okay. And I want you to hear the love pouring, oozing out because in today's episode, we might have some tough love because we're talking about confidence. Now we're talking about confidence in regards to how that translates to your content on social media, but the two ways that I am talking about to help you increase that today really are going to maybe have you think about less strategy and more mindset. Now I know mindset is not sexy. No one's walking around and be like, Emmy, you know, no one's DMing me this either. <laughs> they're definitely not walking around, but they're not DMing me this. Emmy, I want to be more confident with my content. Now here's the thing that is true. And I have heard that statement, especially a lot of times when I do 60 minute strategy sessions, that is one of the things when I'm asking like, Hey, what are you struggling with when it comes to your Instagram? They talk about confidence with their content, but really what they really want, and maybe this is you too, is results. Now I know that if they had the mindset behind some of these techniques and strategies and why I teach certain things, they would actually get those results, but we're human. We don't want to operate in delayed gratification. So we just want our results. We just want more followers. We just want more views. We just want more engagement. We just want more sales. We just want to not have to actually do the work, the true work that will provide for a sustainable, long lasting business. This is not a carnival circus that you're just doing, you know, on the side. Now you may be treating your business like that and not actually treating it like a business, but if you want to make some serious cash in 2022, and if you're hanging out with me, you know, I want to make you a lot of money and I know you want to make a lot of money. So no circus here. We are going to be confidence Queens. Do you know, that's what they call me. People call me the confidence queen. And I'm going to share with you a little bit about where that confidence comes from, because the first thing that you need in order to increase your confidence with your content, to feel confident with what you're posting and what you're sharing, 
no matter your niche, no matter your industry, no matter your business, no matter if you're online or not, you have to know who you are. You have to know who you are. If you have no clue who you are, and this is actually quite common, if you don't know who you are, you're going to be swayed by everything. You're going to follow the latest trend. You're going to, that probably doesn't work. You're going to say yes to an opportunity that may not be the best fit. You're going to not set healthy boundaries that are in alignment with your values because you don't know who you are. So yeah, that's not the sexy answer to help you create better content. No, that's not the answer you want, right? You want me to just give you like the winning blueprint, the proven strategies, the X's and the O's, the A, B's and the C's in order to get to X, Y, Z. Well, your girl ain't doing it because I am not just your average coach. One of my giftings is helping you create a business that feels good and authentic to who you are. You are not fitting your business into your your life, into your business. You're fitting your business into your life. And you shouldn't have to manufacture some reality for you to feel confident to show that on social media. You should be showing your current reality. And so when you know who you are and whose you are, you operate from a place of freedom because you don't care what other people think. And it's not the chip on your shoulder, you know, cocky, like, oh, who cares what they think? I don't care what other people think. Cause that used to be me when I was operating in a false identity. But now that I know my true identity, a giver of joy an encourager to many, a light in the darkness, because I know that I still have that same feeling of like, like okay, so what if someone sent you a mean DM? Like, doesn't mean it's not going to hurt, but it's not going to affect your confidence because that's not where your confidence stems from. Your confidence does not stem from what other people say about you when you're operating in your true identity. I just got a mean DM today from someone I know that I used to work with. And don't ever send me a DM if you don't want to respond back. (laughs) Let me just say that. Um, I have a very unique style of how I essentially will call you out because I am... I don't stand for people being unkind. It's inappropriate and it's unnecessary and it's not going to help you get your point across in the DMs. So sad note. (laughs) She has not responded back to be continued on that one. So because I know who I am, I wasn't shaken. Did it hurt? Yeah. No one likes to be told that they should be embarrassed and that they are selfish and other mean things. I know I'm not those things. So when I read that, what I said was like, okay, clearly she's upset and does not agree with what I shared. That's not her. Like I know who she is. That's not her. Even if she's not operating her identity, I know that that is not her. And I'm going to respond back with love 
of like, wow, it sounds like you're really upset. Where is this coming from? Of course, she's not going to, she's not going to respond back because people don't want to actually have a conversation. They just want to say what they want to say. So whether that's a troll, whether that's a family member that you have that is like, why are you doing that thing? Or what are you even doing? Or why do you always travel so much? Or, you know, you're always gone, whatever, insert, whatever it is from whoever it is, whether you know them or not, if you do not know who you are, you're not going to continue to create content, right? Because if, if you created a piece of content, whether it was a story, a video, a post, anything, and then someone sent you a message or in person said a comment to you, you're probably going to think twice when you don't know who you are. You're probably going to think twice next time you go to post. Does this sound familiar? Has this happened to you too? But when you know who you are, it doesn't matter. So who is that? Who is that person? And also at the end of the day, that's what you like. That's the thermostat for which you decide and say, was today a successful day is when you're like, okay, you know, for me, I'm like, did I bring someone joy today? Did I encourage someone in a way that was impactful for them today? Yes. Yes. Great. Yes. Yes. It was a great day. So real briefly, here is where I started to develop my confidence and why people call me the confidence queen, because I am confident. I used to believe in the fake it till you make it thing. Cause I, um, took a lot of business classes in college and things like that, but really, I don't like that either because you can be you at whatever season you're in and still make it. Now I understand the concept and I'm not trying to be all like black and white about it. Right. So I would not freaking out, but your confidence is a skill that you can learn. So that's kind of where like the fake it till you make it type of thing can come in. But I actually got to develop my confidence at a very early age, and I'm very thankful for it. I had a hip disorder when I was young. I was actually five years old. I remember I was doing this cheer in the basement of my family house, and it was open the barn door, kick out the hay. We're the girls from the USA. And oh my gosh, I loved sports, but I also loved to cheer. I was never a cheerleader, but to this day, I still remember all of my high school cheers. I know the fight song. I know the dance, the fight song. I was even like a mascot, one of homecoming. It was the one sport I couldn't play because I was playing every other sport. I love cheerling. So I remember, and I kicked my leg and then I was in so much pain for a couple of days later. Now, I don't think that's what triggered this because it ended up being a hip disorder. So it was essentially kind of gave me the heads up that something was going on or gave my parents. But what happened is ultimately I had to wear braces on my legs, kind of like Forrest Gump, but with his in the movie, they were lower right on his legs. So mine are actually high up on my thighs. I have a picture of them because I found my braces. I've had them and they were at my parents' house. I got them a couple months ago. Finally took a picture. I will have to show you on my Instagram stories it's crazy to think about how tiny I was like as a little kid and not tiny in size. Like, Oh my God, I'm so, you know, skinny. No, I just like tiny. I was so young when this happened and these braces caused me to walk around like a penguin. Like I waddled and I also had a God awful haircut. I called it a femlet. 
I look like I could have been in an 80s rock band. Plus it was the 80s. It was the 80s. <laughs> and I, you know, wearing neon, it was crazy. I will have to find it. I don't know if I have a picture of that. It was just not a good time for Emmy to be in kindergarten and first grade. I would have parents actually stare at me and say comments. It wasn't just kids, right? They it wasn't just kids who were like, what's on your legs? It was parents. And one thing that my mom, my parents did was encourage me to have conversations with people. Interesting, weird, because conversations equals cash. <laughs> Too bad I wasn't selling them something. Well, I was selling them me, you know, I was like, I'm not a weirdo. Like it's just something I have to do, have to wear to get better, to be healthy. And so my mom and dad always encouraged me to not hide behind them, but actually like, you know, have a conversation with and and share with people why I had those on my braces, whether they were 36 or, you know, five, no matter if they were an adult or a kid. And so I had the opportunity at a very early age to take something that was adversity and visually different. I was visually different. And be able to have conversations with people and share with people and talk with people. Not not very eloquent, I'm sure, as a kindergartner, but I developed that skill set of owning who I was. I didn't know who I was yet. I was only five, but owning who I was and being confident that no matter what anyone said, I was amazing. I was destined for greatness. I was going to change the world. Those are things that I was told growing up. And I believe those things and I believe those things are, are happening. And so throughout the years, I had to to work on that confidence skill more and more. You know, I didn't have the braces on my whole life. Only had them a year. I actually had to relearn how to walk, which was super crazy at the age of like six and a half, I think. And ultimately going, growing up through sports, I didn't have those braces on. Right. But I couldn't run like the other kids. I was a very good athlete. Very good athlete and blessed to be able to actually play college soccer and win two national championships as a goalkeeper. But I was in a lot of pain and you couldn't see it. It wasn't pain that could be, you know, nothing physically happened to me. I didn't get in and, you know, I didn't kick another person and my leg got turned wrong. Like it was internal. And so I had coaches actually thought they they would think that I was lying to them. They told me, like, I, I don't believe you even if I had a doctor's note from my orthopedic you know, doctor. And so that is something that I had to work on is being able to advocate for myself through conversation and being confident that I knew what I was experiencing and being able to communicate that. So who are you? You need to journal this. If you do not know, guess what? I didn't really know until a couple of years ago, I was operating in a false identity for a long time until I was about gosh, I'm 38, maybe 35, 36. I cannot remember, but it was definitely in my thirties that I truly found who I was. And that's when the magic started happening in my business, because there was a freedom, a spirit of freedom. And that is attractive. That is attractive to other people. So journal that out because you got to know who you are first in order to help with the second way to increase your confidence with your content. And that is who's your ideal client. Like you got to know you and then you got to know her because you are creating content, not for you. You're creating it for her. So what does she like to do? What are some of her favorite hobbies? What are her passions? What keeps her up at night? 
What stresses her out? What worries her? What does she dream about? What are her visions? What are her goals? Does she even have them? What does she do for work? What's her family like? Is she single? Is she married? Does she believe in God? Does she not? What are her, like all these different things. Essentially, you're thinking about your ideal client on her worst day really is when it comes down to it though, when we're creating content, because you're going to speak to, you're going to write content, create content, speak to the pain points that she's experiencing. You can also speak to the pleasure points. You're going to utilize both. And so these are some more things that you need to journal out and create the profile of what, of who your ideal client is. Because in order to create the content that is going to resonate, you need to be able to speak their language, literally and metaphorically. You need to be able to write about experiences that are real life for them. Usually, we're a version of our ideal client, like we're a a futuristic version of our ideal client. And so you probably have a lot of experiences that you can draw from of what you were stressed out about when you were at your worst, what, what kept you up at night? What were you worried about? What caused you to not see past your two front feet and feel like you're drowning and stuck in whatever problem you had, you have to know your ideal client just as well as you know yourself. You have to know that person inside and out. Like they're like, they're your best friend or like they're almost you which is how I describe your ideal client a lot of times. When you know who you are and when you pair that with who your ideal client is, you're going to write in a way that does not does not call for desperation. It's not about you. It's about your ideal client, the person you serve. You're not creating me content for your ego. You're creating we content for, for your ideal client. Okay, who you are, helps you stay strong and firm and steadfast when storms come. And who your ideal client is, knowing that helps you strategically create the content, but you need both of them to be confident in what you're doing is serving the right person and serving them at a high level in a way that, yes, you can be compensated. You can be paid and help someone at the same time. That's okay. That's actually awesome. If you're helping someone and you're getting paid for it, that's how it should work. But if you don't know these two things, you may get some wins. You may see some success, but ultimately it's always going to stay on the surface. It's You're going to be wrapped up in fear, going to be wrapped up in perfectionism and people can really call BS and see right through that on social media. The right people will not come your way because they're like, well, she's being fake and we are not faking it till we make it. You have greatness inside of you. You don't have to be outgoing to be confident. You don't have to be any certain type of way to be confident when you know who you are and you know who you're helping in your ideal client. Once you have these two foundational, quote unquote, non-sexy mindset things, all the strategy and techniques, that comes easy. That's like, you know, boom, bam, bam. 
<laughs> bada boom, bada bam. It, you're doing yourself a disservice by not slowing down to speed up with these two areas to make sure you're doing the inner work to know you through and through as well as your ideal client. Okay. I am excited to hear more about how you increase your confidence with your content by being cognizant of these two things. These honestly are the best ways to continue to start to separate and stand out in your industry to create content that converts, to create content that has people coming back and wanting more because they will be able to relate to you, the real you. And when you are the real you, not someone you think will what people want, your ideal client will respond to that. It is a beautiful, beautiful thing. And I know you're going to continue to step more and more into that confidence in 2022. Wow. Okay, girlfriend, make sure you take a screenshot of listening to the show. Tag me at Hey, Hey, Emmy, and we can continue chatting over on the gram. Until next episode, I hope you have the best day ever. If you loved this episode, I would be so honored if you would subscribe to the show. Make sure to take a screenshot, share this to your Instagram stories and tag me at Hey, Hey, Emmy, so I can see it and we can keep the combo going. Also, if you enjoyed this podcast, please write a five-star review on iTunes. Not only will this make me super happy, but it will allow for other peeps to find our show too. Once you do that review, send me a DM on Instagram so I can hook you up with a free audit of your IG bio. The only way you can get that IG bio audit is to do the five-star Apple review. So don't forget to write your IG handle on the review so I know it's you. Okay, sister, you know what to do until we hang out together again on the next podcast party. Have the best day ever.